0: Well, hello there, listeners. Welcome to a new episode. I am literally coming out of my skin with excitement to bring you today's episode with Carlos Whitaker. Terry and I were seriously freaking out when we invited Carlos to be on our show, and he said yes, you guys. (laughs) you're like, what is happening? Because we admire this guy so much and know that you guys are just really going to love this episode so much. Carlos is talking to us about how to have long-term influence through faith and harnessing hope, you guys. And I'm just so excited for you to listen. But I wanted to take a moment just to tell you a bit more about Carlos. Carlos is an author a speaker, a disruptor, which I love about him. He's a moment maker, he's a spider killer, and he's a hope dealer. So Carlos has written a few books that are incredible. Moment maker, kill the spider, and then enter wild. And then he also has a podcast called Human Hope that he just started about a month ago. But guys, man, Carlos is just so inspirational. Um, He's done so much in the world to, I think, unite us as a country. And I really wanted to have him on the show because I actually found him last year uh, when the, was that last year or this year? Oh my gosh, time is like Time is, who knows about time, but whenever it was, the day of the Capitol Hill raid is actually... When I found Carlos Whitaker and I remember the moment I read a post he had done about one of his best friends that he had been diligently having conversations with and holding space for for years and years, even though they really had different opinions, um, pretty much mostly about politics, but they had different opinions. And instead of giving up on each other or, you know, having hate for one another or just, you know. Having anger or irritation or frustration with each other, they really continued to have conversations and be friends. And the day of the Capitol Hill raid, he got a text from his friend with just a few simple words that say, I can see now. And so Carlos had done this beautiful post about how, you know, you never give up on people. And it's about, being able to influence people with integrity and have conversations and hold space and be different but yet also united. So Carlos is just an incredible man of God and he's someone who gives me hope in America, honestly. I thought um, airing his episode on the week of 4th of July would be really fantastic on a week where you know, those of us in America are celebrating America. Um, Again, this has been one of those years where I think we've all been challenged in our own ways to have faith in our fellow Americans. And there are times when I'm like, man, what is happening? Like, are my brothers and sisters of Christ, like, really united with me? Or are we just so on different pages that, you know, hope is lost? And when I found Carlos's work, it's like, still recording this intro, it's like hard to not cry because I just got so excited that this is the type of American that I want to have on our show to lift up, to put in front of you guys. He gives me hope. He deals hope. He represents hope. He um, is not afraid to be vulnerable as a man. He is someone who loves God and tries to honor God in all that he does, but he shows up vulnerably and authentically. And the way he parent inspires me, the way he has conversations about hard subjects inspires me, the way he does not shy away from difficult things um, that people think is too hard to face, um, that inspires me. I mean, on every single level— He inspires Terry and I, and I think this conversation is really, really going to bless you guys today. So without further ado, enjoy this episode, you guys. Happy Fourth of July. I love you all, and one more thing about Carlos, if you want the best laugh, ever. I I just think Carlos, his story is incredible. You guys, the way God has used him and his experiences in his life is just unreal. But before he came, an author and a speaker and a podcast host, and I'm pretty sure he does pastoral work too. But before he did all of this, (laughs) he actually had this like crazy rise to fame when he posted a video of his kids in the car one day, and they had turned on single ladies by Beyonce, just just Google. Uh, and I'll make sure we put it in the show notes too. But Google Carlos Whitaker single ladies video. But (laughs) he filmed his kids, and like he he has a sweet little boy that was like two years old at the time, and they were like, no, 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 you can't sing it. You can't sing the song because you're not a single lady, and you just have to go watch to see what happens because you will die of laughter. Um, It was just really funny. And that that video ended up going viral, and it has nothing to do with Carlos's incredible work in the world once he started writing and speaking. And um, gosh, he's even written, he even had a successful music career at one point. I mean, his life is just so inspirational, but that video will make you laugh. Go find it, watch it, enjoy this episode. If you love this episode, you guys, please leave us a review on iTunes. Also, make sure you go check out Carlos's podcast, Human Hope. I am obsessed. It is incredible. Terry can't stop listening. Um, It's just all good. So enjoy this episode, guys. Well, hey there, I'm Stella Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. Terry and I are literally freaking out because we have the honor of sitting here today with Carlos Whitaker, who is an author, a speaker, a podcast host, host an Instagram <clears throat> super voice, a fierce man of God. I can't even tell you how humbled and honored we are to have you here, Carlos. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me and giving me a fresh start on this beautiful Thursday morning. I love it.
0: You Yes. Um, well, listeners, today we are, I am going to, Terry and I are going to speak, but we're going to try to speak as little as possible so you guys can just gleam all of Carlos's wisdom because... We are just so inspired by the way Carlos leads and um, today he's going to be talking to us about how we can have long-term influence through faith and harnessing hope because Carlos is all about harnessing hope.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So the way we found Carlos, um, I've already recorded a little pre-roll here to tell listeners more about how we found you, Carlos. We've shared with you how, um, you know, we found you on Instagram the day I think it was the Capitol Hill raid or the day after where okay. you I mean, all of your words are just touch us so deeply. I mean, so many times I'll i will read an Instagram post or if we're reading through your books or like it, we're moved to tears like you're wow. you're you're writing. And it's so it's so clear that God has blessed you with such an incredible Voice, like your story is just nuts. As I was preparing for this interview, I'm like, where do I even freaking start? Like, dude, (laughs) God's hand on your life and the wildness. Like, you can so see that He, like, built you to live this beautiful, wild, not mild life. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah, but but that day you posted about mm. your your friend that you had been um, you know, so close with for so long and had so many conversations and you might have been, you know, across the aisle politically, but you still stood up and had the hard conversations and you you went deep with each other and you spoke about things that were on your heart and you kept sp- speaking and speaking and speaking and holding space for one another and showing up. And on that day when he texted you after the Capitol Hill raid, when so many of our hearts were just on the floor and said, I see now, it just yeah. stopped me in my tracks and brought me to tears. And it, I think for our listeners who are going to, to hear from you today it's like this, we're so passionate about helping families remember that we're in this for the long haul. Like we want to influence our children with integrity in the, in the long run. Like we, we don't, we don't want to have quick fixes. We don't, I mean, it may be tempting sometimes, but we're in this to influence our children over the long haul. And right now it's like our, our kids more than ever, they always hear what we say, right? Uh, right? They don't always hear what we say, but they always see what we do, and they're watching us. They're watching us live this wild season of life, yeah. where there, you know, there's there's disagreements across the world about everything, especially in this nation: politics, COVID, vax, anti-vax, spanking, not spanking, racial inequality. Asian hate, mass shootings. Like there's just so much volatility and they're watching us and how we handle this with one another. We're what they're watching us, how we lead. And holy ma- like when I watch you lead, man, it's just like, it's so inspirational. And I just want the world to know about you and to listen. And you just, you show up with like this vulnerability that is so freaking beautiful. Thank and you. you also are very strong in your voice. And and again, you're always doing it as a conduit of light of Jesus. And it, it just, it's so inspirational to us. So thank you for that. And, and yeah, so just tell us a little, tell listeners a little bit more mm-hmm. about you and, um and how you got here.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, that's a great question. I'm trying to figure that out myself. I, uh, you know, when I was, when I majored in college, I majored as a information systems management degree. Like this was not what what I thought I would be doing, like like coaching people on difficult uh, so society and culture situations on a daily basis on my phone, right? Like that's like not not what I signed up for in 1999. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I live in Nashville, Tennessee with my wife, um, my kids, our pets. And uh, we've, we, you know, we're in the stage of parenting where We've got a 18 year old, a 17 year old, and a 15. 15. Are you 15, Lo? (laughs) Yeah, he's yeah he just turned 15. Uh, 15 year old, and it's honestly the sweetest season of family life that we have. You know, and and actually every season of parenting has. We've said that you know, like every season we're like, oh no, this is the best one. Oh no, this is the best one. And I'm just like, uh, you know, I I looked at Heather and I said, well, why why is that? Heather's my wife. Uh, you know, what, why is it? And it's funny because I think it's a lot of what you're talking about. I think it's, it's, we, we, when we parented them when they were two and three, we were parenting the long game. Like, like we were, we were focused on family in 15 years we were focused on. And so it's so easy to look at the, the whatever trials or trauma or situation that you're in, in the moment. Right. So say, you know, say you got a five-year-old who's, you know, uh, who's still biting kids, right? And you're just like, oh my <laughs> gosh. And you're, you're just like, what the heck? And like, you're in therapy and you're trying to get them to stop biting. And you're like, well, maybe it's something deeper and you're going. And like, the, the I think sometimes we lose sight that, guess what? He is not going to be 13 and biting people. Like, right. like, <laughs> like 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 we can go ahead and breathe because we know that this is a season, a beginning and an end. And I think that um, you know, from parenting to politics to every, you know, we're we're just in a in a tough season right now. Like this isn't um, this isn't going to be forever. Nations rise, nations fall. We're we're kind of if you look at history, America's kind of living on borrowed time. Like 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 we're we've we've had a good run, and there will be a time when America's not the top. You know, at the top of the food chain. Now, uh, does that mean that? Um, you know that that we're anti-American when we say that, or that we're no. It's just i I'd like to just kind of look at the facts and 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 breathe and be able to have simple conversations. That that we're we're living in seasons, we're living in rhythms. Um, we don't need to freak out all the time, and that's what I try to not do. I think on on my socials, um, I. I'm really good at taking deep breaths before I hit record. I'm very good at uh, I've got two friends of mine that that I actually they get the first drafts of every Instagram post that I send and I just send it to them because that's what I want to say. Um, and then they're like, good, I'm glad you didn't post that, um, yeah. you know, but, um, you, you know, as, as a human, I try to walk. I try to walk a uh, in step with, with other people that, that may look at life differently than I do. And life is just more fun that way. Life is just more, um, I think that's how we were, you know, created to live. I haven't always been this, like, um, I mean, again, this isn't, it's people ask me what I do. I'm like, I mean, I don't really know what I do. Like, sometimes I write books sometimes. Well, I mean, pre 2020, I was a speaker, but I'm not really that anymore. So like, I guess I'm like, a. Uh, talk to your phone guy. Like, I, th- I guess that's like my my full-time gig now. I look at my phone and in public places I talk uh, and I cry in public places to my phone. And I, um, I try to show empathy and I try to get, you know, I, you should see, I mean, just even yesterday, <laughs> so I was recording, I recorded a video, maybe it was two days ago, I can't remember what it was, but uh, about just kind of how I feel as a black man in America. I was sitting in my car at Lady Bird Taco here in Nashville. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah. crying. Right. I'm like crying. And I, <clears throat> I hear, I hear like, boop, boop, like the, right when I'm like, like emoting. And, and this lady kind of walks by me to get in her car. She unlocks her car and she just kind of looks at me and I'm trying to stay focused on my camera and she's on my phone. And she's like, what is this guy? do? I totally know that like, I'm that guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I do now. You know, every day I try to, um, I try to get on, I try to, I try to keep it lighthearted Um but I also try to talk about the heavy things in a, in some days it's heavy. Some days it's a little bit less heavy, but you know, I love it. I I feel called for such a time as this. I, you know, I've always had a public platform. I've, you know, I've released three books. So like I, you know, people have read my books, uh, but, but even up until, I mean, it's probably been since January of 2020. Uh, I mean, January, 2020, I had, I don't know, 24,000 Instagram followers. Um, And, uh, and I've got, I think as of right now, like I've got like 170,000, like a year, a little, a little over a year later. And I just think people are desperate and starving for somebody that's not going to wag their finger in their face and, and tell them what a horrible human they are. Actually, I'm going to tell you what a great human you are. Uh, no matter what you believe because I, I believe there's greatness and goodness inside of every single human being that every single single human being, no matter what they believe, that belief is coming from a true place. Uh, whether that true place is a true place of wounding or a true place of joy, it's still true. So I kind of lo- look at everyone as they're true. I don't look at anyone as they're false and I think I think people are just like, oh well I, I like this I like this little corner of the internet I, I, you know I like, I like this little corner of Instagram where I could come here and feel safe. And loved and pushed, but kind of kinda of held, you know, you know, kinda of held at the same time. So
0: let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited
1: Anyway, that's that's a little bit of me blabbing about kind of who I am and what I do. Oh my gosh. Well, man. I think I gosh, you you
2: definitely have a blessing then to like invite people in and like you yeah. said, keep it light a little bit, but you're not afraid to get uncomfortable with people. Right. And I think that is such a beautiful thing in um in instigating change and also having people just feel safe to 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 actually just kind of be like, okay, I'm going to feel something. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, Cause I, I think human nature, I mean, especially, you know, in this world, what we're uncovering is like, you know, people are like, Oh, don't look over there. That's kind of, that, that makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to yeah. move on or that doesn't affect me because of a way I look or where I live or what, at, what have you. Right. And it's like, I love that you're giving people a space to say, come on in. Let's feel this together. Whatever you look like, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. And um, let's do it all. And then I think it's just really giving people much more common ground. And so I think this topic of, you know, looking at the long-term influence that you have on people, whether it's your kids, your best friend, or somebody you don't even know that's on the other end of the, you know, the, the internet, um, You've got a gift. And I think a lot of people could could learn um from that that me example. Too. So yeah. that yeah, so stoked to hear that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's it's just crazy how it evokes so much emotion in me. I feel like I'm just so like, I'm just so it. joyous for like yeah. more humans like you. So yeah. please <laughs> just yeah. keep like having children. Please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Hey, why don't I do this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a course for just two ninety nine ninety nine, where you can learn to just be a good human being.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, Terry, you just kind of mentioned that word that was kind of in our first just talking point to to riff on is that idea of like leaning into the uncomfortableness and doing mm-hmm. it anyways. And yeah. so again, like in parenting and life and politics, whatever mm. it is, like, cause you know, it's so easy just to shy away from the conversation. And, you know, you, you just gave a perfect example of this, of like, when you were in South Carolina last week, yeah. is that right? Where yeah. you shared, you know, just how it's so important when you're, you're visiting a town like that, that has slavery in its history to learn about its history and to go visit someplace and to, to, to do that whole thing. And, um, and I loved, you know, you're, you're talking about the uncomfortableness around it. So, you know, any points of just wisdom there about like leaning into that uncomfortableness and knowing yeah. that it's okay.
1: Yeah. You know, when's the last time that you grew in your life while you were comfortable? Right. It, it, ne- it, it never, I'm a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred people will say never because we don't grow when things are comfortable growth comes you look at a tree you look at that you look at a seed you see the seed has to crack it has to work up through the soil it's got to explode growth comes through being uncomfortable and that's why like I have a I'm like constantly looking to disturb and disrupt on a daily basis because what what's that going to do that's going to grow me and so you know I used to say um I actually had this on a T-shirt once when I was in a band. Um, it, it said, "To disturb and disrupt for the sake of of people seeing Christ's face fresh again." Like that was like the goal of everything I was doing was to disturb and disrupt for the sake of people seeing Christ's face fresh again. And I, you know, that's kind of like a retired slogan, but you maybe remember it right now. Like that's actually what I'm still doing. Like I'm still not only for other people, but for myself. I'm trying to disturb and, dis- and disrupt my way of thinking. Here's the thing: like people, people may think that they'll come to my my little corner of the internet for like answers, but I'm asking questions all the time of myself. Like I'm I'm listening to people that I disagree with every single day. There's political pundits that I vehemently disagree with, but I'm listening to them every day. Why? Well, because if I'm just listening to the silos that I'm in, like uh, how, how in the world am I ever going to grow? Like that's not, that's comfortable. That's not uncomfortable. And what I appreciate about people that are hanging out with me every day on Instagram is I know that half of them are very uncomfortable when I bring up uh, uh, certain topics and I know that I am disturbing, and disrupting, but the purpose of disturbing and disrupting isn't to be a jackass. Sorry. You can bleep that if yeah. you want, know, but, but the purpose no, of good. being, of, of being, of disturbing, and disrupting is to see people grow. It's just, they can see things fresh. And so That's what, that's what we need to be doing. We need to be leaning into being uncomfortable. If your entire life looks like a vacation, I can promise you, there's not a whole lot of growth that's happening in your life. And so, um, you know, we have a tendency as humans to want to be comfortable. And I think, I think there's moments that, that we should be, but I would say every single day, ask yourself a question, how can I disturb and disrupt my rhythm, my thoughts, my ideas? my faith, my, all of the things like, like we can grow in, like, here's an example. Say somebody, somebody wants to grow in their faith and people come to me all the time. Carlos, how do I grow deeper in my faith? What Bible verses do I read? And I always tell them, okay, tell me about your church. And they'll tell me, I'll go to church. Um, It's, you know, whatever, suburban church. We sing Bethel and Hillsong, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, next week, I want you to go to AMZ Missionary Alliance Church, the black church on the other side of town. They meet for three and a half to four hours. But what I want you to do is I want you to go and I just want you to experience it. And they're like, well, no, I don't want to do that. Like, like I just want you to, I want you to, I want you to give me a Bible verse. I was like, no, no, like you want to grow in your faith or your mind. Like you want to grow in the holistically you've got to disturb and disrupt and get uncomfortable. We're way too comfortable in everything. And so I'm just constantly seeking to disturb and disrupt for the sake of seeing things fresh.
0: Ah, and it's wild how we get so freaking comfortable in like, the shit, like the yeah. stuff that we're used to, like whether it's bias or racism or hitting your kids or yeah. yelling at them or assuming the disintegrity in people, like yeah. it becomes a pattern that you're like, well, this doesn't feel great when I go to bed at night, but they're on the other side of the aisle or my kids are yeah. nuts. Like if they would just change and then you just become like in this rhythm and a lot of us don't even realize yeah. we're in it until there's awareness around it. So
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, a lot of, to do it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a lot of
2: coaching, you know, around, you know, when parents come and they explain what's going on with their kids, it's like, you're in a dance and you don't even realize you're in this dance and you'd rather stay in this, yeah. you know, dysfunctional pattern just because it's what, you know,
0: Yeah.
2: but you're never going to change or grow unless, until you, you know, get yourself out of that and get a little uncomfortable. Um Absolutely. And I mean, that's a huge reason why, I mean, you know, Wendy named this fresh start family too. And it's like, today's the day. Let's do it.
1: That's right. You know? Let's do it. Let's go. Every day. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. We got, yeah. a new, yeah. we got a new chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like um, uh, when you go to the gym and like to get buff, the fibers actually have to break apart.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, we, we want to, we want to go to the, I know, I know for me, like, it's funny. I, I, I am about to upload my kind of morning story on Instagram and, I've been on a run three days in a row. Like I like I like I've not. I used to be like a huge exercise guy before the pandemic, and then you know, whatever pandemic happens, I'm like I oh, forget this. So like I've kind of probably exercised ten times in the last year. But um, I was like no, like I got a new Apple Watch. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run. On the, um, the Apple Watch actually has like a coach that's like telling you to run faster. It's like the best. I'm like this is awesome. Like I'm running. So I've run three days in a row, and I I'm like. I feel like a freaking Ironman triathlete. Like I am like, right. Like I look in the mirror, I take my shirt off and I'm like, do I look any different? No, like it's probably going to take a little bit longer of being uncomfortable before I actually start seeing change, you know?
0: Right. Yes. So good. All right, Carlos, let's talk about being intentional with how you live life. Um, Gosh, you, you, do this every single day but um when i watch you it's like i see you just living with such purpose your every day like i just feel like like you said you mentioned as you always had this long term game but like um i saw one of your posts you know you say in pray in embrace patience it was your your post about bloody sunday mm. um and you you know you were saying like hey god gifted me with patience but I want to still fight for policy change and do what I believe in today. Um, And I want to use everything I've been gifted with. I don't want to just sit around. I don't want to just be patient. Like I want to use my gifts. I want to make a change. I want to fight. I want to stand. I want to have the conversations. I want to get uncomfortable. So maybe just some thoughts on that, on encouraging people just to remember um, to be intentional, to, to have intention in their days.
1: Yeah. You know, I, 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 Having intention sometimes is going to mean slowing down. Uh, Being intentional is, I'm I'm not even going to say sometimes. I'm probably going to say more times going to be lowering the volume of the chaos and the content and everything that is kind of coming at you. Um, We have to make sure that we pace ourselves. We have to make sure that, um with that we know this is a a long game just like you guys are talking about and um um, I feel like we can be more intentional by slowing down and stretching out our days than we we will be if we just like wake up and grind and go as hard as we can um you know it is it is like I I do I want to fight for policy I want to fight for injustice all these things but I have to remember like I'm only I'm human so like yesterday people were dming me yesterday because I had no stories on my thing it just was like you know, when someone you follow, like suddenly has nothing, you're like, and everyone's like, are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> like, like, like what, what happened? You know? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just not on here. You know, like I'm resting. I'm being intentional with all the other things. You know, for me, if you want to be so, super intentional and change the world with whatever giftings you've got, but you're, you're not being intentional and changing your, your, your world in your home. I mean, what, in the, what in the world are you even attempting to try to do? Like, like if you can't handle yeah. the chaos in your own home, how are you going to handle the chaos you know, around you? When I say handle the chaos, I'm not saying that your kids are supposed to be perfect. I'm just saying that you have to yeah. be intentional every single day with them. Start there. If, if my, if my kids um, and they they'll tell me, if my kids start seeing that I am caring more for the world at large of society and culture than I am for them, if they're old enough to where I can see it or they'll just flat out tell me they're like, dad, like, can you put your phone down? Oh, yeah. geez. to have your your fifteen year old say that is just like. And so I have to make sure I am um, with my my marriage and my my kids um, and even my friends. You know, my I, I've got I've got a few friends that aren't on social media, and there's this expectation that they should just know. What's going on in my life, right? Like like, like we'll yeah. go to coffee or something. And they're like, so what's going on? And I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, I mean, you saw that and they're like, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see anything. And I'm like, yeah. wait, you're telling me I am gonna have to actually tell you everything that I've been doing. You know how exhausting this is? You know? And, and so I've already told everybody. They're like, Yeah, but you haven't told me. You just start um, playing it. You're like, look. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, look, look, let me download Instagram. We actually have some friends that that we went um to 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 the island in South Carolina or in Georgia with this weekend and neither of them are on social media, like at all. They, they, they don't have Twitter. They don't have Instagram. They don't have Facebook. They're my age. They're, they're me and my wife's age. And I mean, they're, they're so busy changing the world that they actually don't have time (laughs) to, you know, to do any of that stuff. And so it was actually, you know, Heather and I were like, how amazing was that, that we just told them, we spent like the whole weekend telling them things that everybody else knows, but they were so, it was just yeah, I, I miss yeah. that sort of intentionality about things. You know, I'm I, I miss that. I think we need more of that. Uh, I don't know. I think I went off on a tangent. I may not have even answered your question, but
0: No, that was perfection, dude. That's okay. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and me know if you have any questions, com forward slash firm and kind. By the way, how is your family? Gosh, oh. what a wild month. Like, how's your heart? How's Heather's hand? Yeah. How's everything? Is everything you guys all right?
1: We are. We're okay. Yeah. You know, we're, I mean, I'm eating a cookie right now because I'm trying yeah. to medicate. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the trauma, I mean, for, you know, those listening to this that have no idea we, um, in a, in a matter of five days, my daughter got in a car wreck. I had a, uh, I, people don't even know that part yet. I had a, um, like a, just exhausting conversation with a friend of mine from 30, for 30 years. Uh, that was like, it was, it was like the deciding point of whether or not we were going to stay friends like that kind of like four hour, like tears and, happened and then Mm -hmm. the next day um the next day our house floods and then the next day uh my dog gets sick and the next day the chicken dies and the next day my dog dies and then the next day my wife breaks the wrist it was just one thing after another and so um we're good but we are recognizing that trauma is it's it's still your body is still keeping score of the trauma and so we are Trying to um, rest, trying to eat right, trying to exercise, triathlete Carlos, trying to do all the things to make sure that we're, you know, still taking care of ourselves. But I mean, we're we've been so loved by, by um, our our community online. We've been so loved by our our physical community, our church community here. That, you know, actually, I did a podcast with my wife three three weeks ago when this was all going down, and and the whole point of the podcast was actually like how to build. A, a, or part of the podcast was how to build a community that will rally around you when yeah. times are tough. And you don't need to have 170,000 Instagram followers. You can have seven friends who, if you do it right, they will rally around you. They will lift you up, you know, when you need it. And so we felt loved. We felt, um, I mean, you see over my shoulder, there's, there's like a, a painting that somebody made of Pope, um, yes. she did, she did that with like, with like oil, like stain, oh like wood gosh. stain. Oh, that's it amazing. was amazing. Look at this. I haven't showed this yet. Somebody. Makes you know these little like like peg peg. Uh, oh yeah. Um, yes. So yes. someone someone made this of me, but then look what they did.
0: Oh my god.
1: How. I mean the detail on how they carved out all the hair and so, so these so are these little
2: like wooden like peg people and they yeah, made one of, uh, of Carlos and the dog, yeah. And
1: my dog and it's so oh, perfect. Man. Oh my god, it's perfect. So, I, I mean I literally have it with me all the time. I'm just carrying me and poke <sighs> around with me. But we're we're loved, you know, and um and we're we're blessed to have this kind of community around us. But you
2: you've been tested, man.
1: Ooh. And it yes, just keeps and yeah. it keeps
2: coming. Yeah. It keeps coming. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was listening to your your latest podcast this morning and um I loved your prompt just to, you know, to reach out to your, you know, your 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 black friends and say, How are you? Yeah. And um I did that. So it's um what you're doing is so important and I know you're being tested. And um I think that's you know part of our subject matter here today is like, you know, you're going to choose to be in uncomfortable situations and then some other times you don't choose it at all it just absolutely. shows right it just shows yeah. right up either through the the news or on your front door or in your house yep. um but uh how you respond to it is a whole different
1: thing absolutely so I- you know and and the response the the response is like the humanity in us you need to feel it. You need to feel the pain. You need to cry. You need to be in sorrow. But you have an opportunity to make a decision to rise, to make a decision to get up, and that's just what we kept doing. People were like, "I I don't even know how you're doing it." And I'm like, "You know how we're doing it? We're just I'm I'm opening my eyes in the morning and putting my feet on the floor, like that's it. <laughs> that, that's like that's all I got, man. I don't have like a you know a, a marvelous speech to get you inspired. I don't have no. Just put your feet on the floor." Open your eyes, put your feet on the floor and put one foot in front of the other. And sometimes that's all you got. And sometimes, you know, that's all you can do.
0: Yeah. And listeners, it's like, if you want to learn more about this week, because there's so many details to this week and like God's hand in, in scooping you up and caring for your family amidst this tragedy of a week, like Carlos has a highlighted as worst week in his Instagram and it's, you, you got to go watch it. ends. it's just wild. It's like, there needs to be a movie made.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, th- there, there's no movie producer that would believe, uh, believe it and even, even take the script because it's so unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think you are going to have a movie about your life one day. <laughs> I, I see it. I see it. I swear. I All right, it. I'll, I'll receive that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Beautiful. Okay. So don't give up just because it might not happen today. Tell us any thoughts you got on that as far as, I mean, you've, you've touched so much on it, but, um, you know, obviously raising kids, like it's such a long-term game, but that idea of not giving up, I think is just part of like your DNA that just permeates out from you. Like you are, you have so much courage to keep going, to keep being brave and, like how do you keep going, man? How do you just yeah. those
1: days? Yeah. But well, because we're we're, you know, at the end of the day, I, I may not have, you know, everybody that follows me may not be faith of my same faith, but that doesn't mean that my my faith isn't the thing that keeps me going. You know, like I mean it is, it is the thing. Like I am promised in John 10 10 that I will have life to the full. And so if I'm living and I and I see that I'm at life to the half, guess what? I'm promised that there's going to be more. And so like, if they, they, and Jesus isn't a liar and these are, these are the words straight out of his mouth. So if you're living life to 30%, life to 40%, life to 99.99%, guess what? There is more, there's a, there's, there's more to, um, there's more healing to come. Um, there's more joy to be had. And you know, it, it, um, I often remind people that peace in the Bible isn't described as a puddle. I think so many people want their piece to look like a puddle, but it says peace is like a river, right? And so everyone's everyone's looking for their piece to look like you walk out and you see a puddle, then the water's not moving. That's not what peace is. That's that's not what peace peace has yes. rapids, peace is moving. And so your piece is gonna, you're gonna lose your stomach sometimes with your piece. Like you're me like, you know, it's it, your heartbeat's gonna beat faster. And uh, and just so people know that there's just so much more. There's so much more. We've only caught a glimpse of the beauty and the promise that Jesus has for us, um, man, that keeps me going every single day. That makes me not want to give up because there is so much more. So if you're in, if you're in search of healing in your marriage, healing with your kids, healing of your body, healing in your finances, healing in your job, like all of that stuff is promised like all of it. And so like, you've got something else to live for. You've got something else to put another foot in front of the other four. And so I just say, you know, go for it. That's what gets, keeps me going.
0: Does this oh. not me? I know. I feel like why am <laughs> I like want to sob when I'm in the presence of like? Oh,
2: that hit me right there. Let's wow. go. Yeah, dude,
0: that is dope. Okay, so guys, and I know you go deeper into all of this in this book, Enter Wild. I don't know if you do in the others, um, but I mean, you know, families, you got to get your hands on all of Carlos's books. Yeah. But I know you specifically talk about that. In enter wild, that idea of, um, all of that. So, oh my gosh, yeah. beautiful. All right, cool. <clears throat> Terry, take us to point number four.
2: So, uh, <laughs> being full of care and be willing to be measured, um, but just speak and show up no matter what.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You spoke yeah. to this other day, Carlos, you know, gosh, I forget which day it was. Um, but you bit you was it was actually the day you were the create the woman in the car looked at you like you're oh, yeah. crazy oh. and you were like and you said something that is just so um, representative of your character and the way God built you but you said you know I'm always willing to be measured yeah and and I'm gonna show up like it. Yeah. It's been my, you know, that day. You're like, it's my fourth or fifth take of this video, but you know, I'm. This is it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm filming it. But like, you're, you're showing up and you're, you're being willing to be measured. Yeah. And like, and you're going. So it's like, of course, it just speaks to like humility, the importance of humility, and um, and being vulnerable and being, you know, having that empathy, listening to others, all that stuff. Um, but it's, it's just the, the idea of being full of care. Yeah. and showing up.
1: Well, and 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 again, me- measured as far as you know, th- there's everybody can can be unmeasured. Every anybody can blow their lid and yell at the world online. Like I mean, who, that what that doesn't take anything. Like everybody has that capacity. What it ta- where where the capacity is lacking is our measured, grace-filled, slow to speak, quick to listen. Um, responses. And so it's funny. Uh, one of my, one of my friends um, uh, texted me after he watched my video, he's like, he's like, you, that's unmeasured Carlos. Like, like, that's like, like that, that's like, you know, I mean, let, let me, let, let me, let me show you a picture of what, uh, what that really looks like. Because for me, I am, so, I'm constantly just thinking like, like, who's going to watch this? How can I get people that don't think like me to just see me? That's it. That That's the goal. And so that's the goal of why you want to be measured in your reactions is if you want, if you actually, if, if the goal of the conversation is actually to move somebody, even one degree, a certain direction, which again, remember like just one degree, if, if you got a boat, if you got a boat going this way and that boat 40 days ago, just moves one degree, guess what? In 40 days, it's, it's going to be super far apart. And so like, if the goal is to to move people. I I feel like for so many people, we think that the goal is the 40 days later. The goal is yes. to, to have boats, you know, to have the, the people like at the landing point, which is miles apart. No, the goal isn't that. The goal is every day just a measurement, just to just one degree. You move in one degree slowly over 40 days. Guess what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is what I see in my DMs. What's gonna happen is Carlos. I had a Blue Lives Matter shirt on and I realized that, yes, I can love and support my police department, but by wearing that shirt, that means that I'm basically looking at everyone that ever said Black Lives Matter and I'm saying, you know what? Screw you. And I've realized, but guess what? If I would have said that, if I would have looked at them and said, hey, guess what? You wear a Blue Lives Matter shirt. Uh, The the blue people can take their blue off every night when they can unzip it. Black people can't unzip their skin. If I would have just been like, rah, 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 rah. I, there would be no 1 degree there would be no movement the goal is to move people 1 degree that's and it's that's done by measurement and then it takes patience which was what we talked about 2 points ago after you move them 1 degree now you're patient you could you just continue to walk with them walk with them walk with them and then you're going to start seeing people go i like like the text message we talked about at the beginning of the the of this episode i i see it now i see it now yes. that's the goal that is the boats on 40 miles apart. That never would have happened had I not let it happen at the beginning.
0: Don't make me start preaching. (laughs) I'm like like sobbing again. Like, oh my gosh. And that perfectly like sums up everything that we're talking about today. That long-term influence. That's what we're going for by harnessing hope through our faith, the long-term influence and, um, And to be able to do that exactly like you laid out, what a gift, what a gift, Carlos. I mean,
2: yeah. Remember families too. I mean, the the thing to take away here is like, you know, it's like everybody wants this overnight change and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting that, but the reality is, is showing up and aiming for that one degree of change, whether it be in your parenting walk, your faith walk um, you know, how you can come alongside, uh, you know, your, your friends or to make a change in this world for the better, you know, just yep. aim for that one degree. Like you said, I that's right. Beautiful visual, beautiful visual. I mean, I'm such a visual person that like, if you're to reframe things in that scenario each day, as oh. part of the, the intention.
1: Yep. Because guess what? In 10 days, you're it's not gonna, still not going to look any different, but in a hundred, you're going to see it, you know?
2: Yeah. And you're going to look to your left and look to your right. And you're going to have some solid people alongside you that are all nodding their heads saying, hell yeah, we're in. That's
0: right. Yeah. And that, and that is what you do, Carlos. And that's why people are so drawn to you is you do, you unify people in their, just the, the wisdom that we can do that. We can do that. And like it, and we can, we can just hang with, we can just have patience with each other and, and, uh, it's just such a light that you represent that is so clearly from Jesus. And oh. so, oh, <laughs> what an honor. Thank you, Carlos, for you spending. You guys this- are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we,
2: we want to, you know, we mentioned your books. Um, yeah. so, you know, there's, there's three books that you've written. Yep. Yep. Most recent one, Enter Wild, uh, right. we've got right here. And you've also, you've got Moment Maker and Kill the Spider. Yeah. Um, you Los Wit on Instagram, yep. um, but I know you have all kinds of other things you you've got courses, you've got all kinds of other things. Is there anything else you want to um, plug or let, let listeners know about?
1: Man. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm horrible when it comes to thinking about, I, cause I'm doing a thousand things. I'm like, what, is, what am I doing right now? That would be like pluggable. I think right now, you know, I would just, I would just, um, I'm probably pouring the most amount of energy into my, into my podcast, Human Hope. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm pouring the most amount of, of uh, just kind of thought. And it's, you know, I, I, I agreed to be, uh, to do this podcast on a network and little did I know that it would become like my full-time freaking job that I uh, you know, when it comes to these things and you guys know, I mean, you're doing, you know, doing it. And so, um, uh, yeah, so I would say that I'm most excited about it. People can, you know, I think that if they'd enjoyed this conversation, they'll probably enjoy all the conversations I'm having over there. So you can find that at human hope, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Dude, are you freaking out about the debut of number two? Yeah. Was it were you number two?
1: Yeah, yeah, like like, like in all society and culture, and then number seven on the planet on all you know all yes. platforms. that was that was crazy. That was that was crazy. So, you know, whatever, it's fun. You know, I'm enjoying it, and um, oh, it's yeah. really well
2: done and thought provoking. I mean, it's I mean it, it is what I would you know just knowing you through Instagram, it is what I would, was hoping for and what I was expecting when I listened, I was like, yes, I was challenged. I was entertained. You've got, you know, you bring, you bring the fun, but you know, in the end, you know, I feel like I, I left a better person.
1: Awesome. You know? yeah. So
2: awesome. I think and that, you know, and that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're all trying to rub off on one another here and what an <laughs> honor it was just to uh, share some space with you.
1: Thank you guys yeah. so much. I'm, I'm blown away that you, you know, give me the privilege of your time. So, thanks.
0: Thank you, Carlos. Go have a great day with your family. I will. We are thankful. We love you. Thank, for, thank, thank you for all the work you do in the world. And uh, we'll see you soon on the phone.
1: All right. <laughs> see you guys on the phone.
0: <laughs> for links and more info about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 90. For more information, go to FreshStartFamilyOnline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day.